Today's New Testament reading is the Holy Gospel according to Saint Matthew, the fourteenth chapter. Immediately, Jesus made the disciples get into the boat and go before him to the other side, while he dismissed the crowds. And after he had dismissed the crowds, he went up on the mountain by himself to pray. When evening came, he was there alone. But the boat by this time was a long way from the land, beaten by the waves, for the wind was against them. And in the fourth watch of the night, he came to them walking on the sea. But when the disciples saw him walking on the sea, they were terrified and said, "It is a ghost!" And they cried out in fear. But immediately Jesus spoke to them, saying, "Take heart, it is I. Do not be afraid." And Peter answered him, "Lord, if it is you, command me to come to you on the water." He said, "Come." So Peter got out of the boat, and walked on the water, and came to Jesus. But when he saw the wind, he was afraid, and beginning to sink, he cried out, "Lord, save me!" Jesus immediately reached out his hand and took hold of him, saying to him. O you of little faith, why did you doubt? And when they got into the boat, the wind ceased, and those in the boat worshipped him, saying, "Truly, you are the Son of God." And when they had crossed over, they came to land at Gennesaret. And when the men of that place recognized him, they sent around to all that region and brought to him all who were sick, and implored him that they might only touch the fringe of his garment, and as many who touched it were made well. This is the word of the Lord. For today's meditation on God's word, we welcome Pastor John Butcher. Our meditation this morning. Comes from Matthew chapter fourteen, verses twenty-two through thirty-six. The miracle of Jesus walking on water. I'm not a land lover by nature, like many of the farmers at my local church in Centralia, Missouri, nor were the disciples of Jesus. I grew up on Lake Michigan and knew the power of wind and waves. That storms can cause great damage and increase our fear of the sea. When my dad took me out on the lake one time, our boat capsized, and I fell into the freezing water, and gasped out of fear, all in from the cold water, until my dad said, "You'll be all right." When I first read this miracle of Jesus walking on the water, I thought it was all about how God can calm the stormy fears of our lives, and especially Peter, who was terrified of drowning. Well, not so much. I learned the disciples are seasoned fishermen who know the sea and what it can whip up. And experienced fishermen do not fear the wind and the waves so much. So, what gets these tough guys so terrified? Before I answer that question, let's hear about what Jesus has been doing in his ministry. Jesus has been busy feeding five thousand plus people in the wilderness from two fish and five loaves of bread, with twelve baskets full of broken pieces left over. Jesus dismisses the crowds and stays back to pray on a mountain. And meanwhile, Jesus commands the disciples to sail across to the other side of the Sea of Galilee. And miles out in the water ahead of Jesus, the disciples face an ever 
increasing contrary wind and mounting waves that beat against their small boat. But the storm is not what troubles these fishermen. What gets them upset, what makes them afraid, is the sight of a ghost walking on the water. Who is this ghost walking on the water toward their boat? Who is this indeed? That's the real focus of our meditation this morning. The disciples are in the presence of someone mysterious, beyond their understanding, which brings on fear. Jesus, the mysterious ghost, scares them by his presence on the water and then gives them what they don't expect, good news to calm their troubled hearts. To the disciples in the boat, he says, Take heart. Stop being afraid. And then using God's own words, It is I. This is none other than their beloved master, Jesus. They need not be afraid anymore. In these simple words, Jesus has given them enough. In fact, he has given them everything. Yet it is not enough for Peter. He does not believe this phantom is Jesus, even though he gets out of the boat and walks on the water toward him. He soon just hears the wind and the waves in his ears, and not the calming voice of Jesus. And he grows afraid. And he sinks in his own doubt and fear into the water. When we're afraid or losing faith or hope, we have a Savior in Jesus, the Son of God, who comes to us on the waters and comforts us in our doubts and fears. Am I good enough? Will Jesus save someone like me? The answer from this Jesus, the Son of God, is a profound yes. This Jesus was sent to save sinners like you and me. This Jesus is very much alive and risen from the dead. He is no ghost, no phantom of the mind. And in his flesh and blood, he offers true forgiveness for all who believe in his name. The name above all names, even Jesus Christ. If you confess with your mouth, says St. Paul in Romans 10.9, you confess with your mouth and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. We who have even the smallest shred of faith can confidently confess with Peter and the disciples that this God-man who walked on water is truly the Son of God. Yes, indeed. Our Father in heaven says, you'll be all right. Amen.